0: You're listening to the Right Ordered Life Podcast, episode number 22. On last week's show, we uncovered the mistakes that erode your self-confidence and the five criteria needed for rock-solid confidence. On today's show, we're picking up right where we left off. Stay tuned for the four juicy shifts and my number one client favorite confidence-boosting tool that will vanquish your insecurities and help you show up ready to conquer anything, anywhere, anywhere. Anytime. I'm Stacy Santiago, and I'm here because I see you. If you're hearing my voice right now, chances are you're disappointed, grumpy, and honestly sick and tired of not having the time and energy to do it all. Here's the deal. I know that most days it feels too hard to be a good mom who successfully keeps her family and job going. It's normal to feel this way. I've been exactly where you are. As a board-certified coach and licensed professional counselor, I've helped hundreds of clients connect with God, be happy at home, and do meaningful work without running out of time or energy. When you tune in each week, you're going to learn proven tools to live a right-ordered life of faith, family, and purpose that you want to wake up to each day. Before we roll, I want to give a quick listener shout out to Milena, who just posted this review. The Right Water Life podcast is perfect for anyone who is working to build a purposeful, peaceful life. Stacy has so much practical wisdom to give, and she presents it in such a loving and honest way. Thank you so much, Melena, for reviewing and recommending the show. It helps me so much to get feedback and know that I'm speaking from my heart to listener hearts like yours in a powerful way that makes a difference. Melena, send me a DM or email with your address so I can send you a little gift for being a loyal listener. Okay, so quick recap. Last week, we explored the three big mistakes that erode your confidence, and they are Number one, relying on people and circumstances to source and validate your confidence. Mistake number two, believing an old story is true. And mistake number three, not rebuilding after a trial or loss. And then we detailed the five criteria needed for solid self-confidence. Think of them as the ingredients to a recipe. Efficacy, inner resources, positive possibility, positive self-talk, and God-reliance. If you need more of a refresher, no worries. Feel free to pause here and you can always hop back into episode number 21 before continuing with today's show. All right, so you have the ingredients, but let's talk about the recipe for how to put all this together so you can ditch fear, make the changes that are on your heart, stop worrying about what other people think, And get out of your comfort zone to more fully live your purpose. The recipe consists of four shifts. So shift number one, self-acceptance. This is how you choose to see yourself. And do you see the operative word there? It's choose. I want you to reflect on these questions for a minute. When you look in the mirror, who do you see? At the end of the day, how do you feel about yourself? Do you like yourself or do you just tolerate yourself? Do you self deprecate in conversations with others or do you accept compliments and speak well of yourself? Do you clearly know your strengths and appreciate them? Self-acceptance does not mean throwing humility to the curb and filling up with pride. That's not what we're talking about. This is a balance. You do need to accept your poverty, your nothingness, as the saints explain it, but you also need to love yourself in a healthy way. Because think about this, if you don't, if you don't love yourself in a healthy way, what makes you think you can fully love others in a healthy way? Self-acceptance at its core has to do with being, not doing It's having compassion and kindness for yourself. It's being okay with who you are, including your flaws, quirks, and weaknesses. It's not that you'll never grow or improve, but it's right now in this moment, it's being able to say, I like me. And you know who else is saying that? God is. He designed you and he's smiling on you, his beloved little daughter. If you don't feel like you have self-acceptance, there's nothing wrong with you. It's normal. I want you to consider why not. What's blocking you? And this is complicated. It's messy for most people to untangle on their own. But there is hope and you don't have to walk this road alone. Shift number two, be a thought captain. Did you ever watch the movie, the Pixar movie, Inside Out? The main characters are personified emotions and they work in the mind of a little girl named Riley. They choose different memories or thought directions to help her feel the emotions appropriate for her situation. These characters, for example, you've got joy, fear, sadness. They want Riley to feel balanced, happy and safe and maybe a little rebellious. You can do this too. You are the maestro of your thoughts and therefore have power to intentionally create emotions, actions, and results. The thing is, we don't usually give attention to this. Instead, we react to people and circumstances and go down rabbit holes of random thoughts about the past, the future, and the to-do list. I know you know what I mean. (laughs) Scripture instructs us to be thought captains. Check out 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. What are some practical ways we can be our own thought captains? Choose to focus on your desired outcome. Choose the intention. So, Instead of everything being bad that could happen or only waiting for it to unfold and letting people and circumstances decide, you actually get to have some choice in this. I'll give you an example. I have a client of mine who is creating a timeline for what she's going to be experiencing while she's taking some time off from work this summer. And she has specific dates in there, like her leave of absence when she's leaving, when she's coming back. Some events with her family, some important meetings she has, but she's also including her intended outcomes. What does she want to happen with her work when she returns? She wants an offer for a new job. Well, put that on the timeline. When do you want that offer to come in? So you can put desired outcomes in there too. You can focus on those, not just what you feel is reality or that you have to wait for. Another practical way, when you're having fear thoughts, those worries, redirect them to positive possibility. Play the what if game. I'll give you a couple examples here is I had a client who was ready to resign from her job and she was pretty afraid of her boss. <laughs> she was afraid her boss was just going to yell at her. And so that's all she thought about was the boss yelling at her. Like this in her head was fact, was what she had to face. And I was like, wait a minute though, but Could it be a different way? What if she reacted, at least in an accepting way, kind of neutral? And long story short, (laughs) when my client did resign, the boss actually took it real well and didn't yell at her. It's like, okay, cool. I've had other clients who have wanted to do this coaching work with me and they were afraid to talk to their husbands or they're afraid their husbands wouldn't be supportive or understand this kind of work that they wanted to do. And then when they finally went to talk with them, whoa, they were like super supportive. They're like, why didn't you tell me sooner? Of course I support you. But we were too busy thinking about fear and what could go wrong and the rejection that the positive possibility really wasn't even considered. Okay, another practical way, silencing your negative inner critic. Because remember, the old story doesn't have to be true anymore. And the most simple of all Bring your thoughts back to gratitude. It's simple, but effective for captaining your ship to tranquil waters. Shift number three, people vision. This is how you choose to see other people. Are people around you sources of approval? Or God's children who carry their own burdens and are in need of love and support? Do you see a person who can give you something? Or someone you could help? A person you want to talk about yourself and your interests with? Or someone you want to listen to, understand, and encourage? We can get caught up seeing and labeling others as their worst quality. The boss who's a jerk. The colleague who's a liar. The child who's disrespectful. The mother who's so critical of you. I'm not saying you should tolerate negative behavior across the board. But what if for a few moments you thought of that person who's a thorn in your side If you thought of them in a new way, how does God see him or her? What wound or pain is she carrying? I once had a client who felt so intimidated when her boss would launch into a tirade about something he didn't like, and she agreed to try seeing him as a toddler throwing a tantrum. And the next time he went off, she was able to stay calm and confident that it really wasn't about her. It was all coming from his own pain, which she could kind of have a little compassion for while being assertive and standing her ground. And shift number four, trust in God. God is in control. Trust him. I know you've heard this one before, but even if you've heard it a thousand times, it doesn't mean you know it, deeply know it in your mind and heart to the point where you actually surrender. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's Philippians 4.13. God is your power source. Believe in yourself because you believe in him more. How does this boost your confidence in a practical way? Well, set an action in motion. Take a step forward. God does require you to work with him to participate. And when you do that with faith, he opens doors. I had a client once, Kristen, who really wanted my help to find a clear path to her purpose. And Kristen said, I have no idea how I'm going to pay for this, but here's my card. I want to do it anyway. And after I set her up in the program, she called her mom feeling like she just had to share this important step she just took. And now Kristen had no expectations because her mom had been critical and distant toward Kristen her whole life. But then out of the blue, her mom said, I'm happy you're doing this and I'm going to pay for it. Kristen just, Kristen just fell out. She was so floored and started crying. God shows up. He opens doors. Pray, discern, act, and trust. He's leading you to the right help, the right circumstance, or the grace you need. All right, my friends, so these are the four shifts you need to make to have super solid self-confidence, self-acceptance, be a thought captain, people vision, and trust in God. Now, I want to give you a specific tool and a challenge. Are you ready for a challenge? One of the most powerful tools my clients use to build confidence is what I call the 50 stack of awesomes. This is a list that you create 50 reasons why you're awesome and you get to decide them all. They can be about your skills, qualities, experiences, moments in time. Some of them may be accomplishments, work and education, but some of them might just be cool like I have awesome hair or you know, I have a great laugh. It can be absolutely anything. And the key is that you decide what it is and you give detail to it because if you're too broad and you say, I help people, that's too vague to connect to and know what that actually means. So you're not really going to buy into that. So specificity is key. I'll give you an example. So I had a client who was a director in a company and she was kind of struggling with this showing up as a leader in her home life and at work and and being as confident as she knew that she could be. And so we built her 50 stack and she conditioned it. She really connected with it emotionally. And it was really cool because she was ignoring all of these amazing pieces of her. She rode a motorcycle. She played an instrument. She raised two boys to be contributing members of society. She helped save a friend's life, helped a friend s- from committing suicide in high school. I mean, just awesome stuff. And then about two weeks after this, a colleague popped into her office and said, you seem different. You seem confident. And boom, there it was. Now, do you want help writing your 50 stack of awesome? Cause that's my challenge. I want you to write it, and I want to see if you can get to 50. I'm offering you feedback. Simply email me with your stack at stacy at stacysantiago.com. I'll help you add the details you need to feel the power of your stack so you can ditch fear, make the changes that are on your heart, stop worrying about what other people think, and get out of your comfort zone to more fully live your purpose. And now, my friend... If you would like to leave a quick review with your takeaway from an episode you enjoyed, I would be so grateful. Your feedback is just so helpful and I want to be able to give you a listener shout out on a future show and send you a thank you gift for being a loyal listener. It only takes 60 seconds. Scroll down below the list of episodes in the Apple Podcast app to where you can tap to leave a five-star rating and just below that, click write a review. Many, many thanks and big hugs. Coming up next week, my guests and I are talking about the tug of war between having a simple, quiet life and following your ambition into a big calling. We're diving into why it's so difficult to discern and how to wrestle with torn emotions and make decisions that change your life. That's coming up next week. So go share the show with your friends and let them know that's coming up next week and invite them to tune in with you and learn how to connect with God Be happy at home and do meaningful work too. I'll see you back here next week, my friend. And until then, celebrate that you are one step closer to living your right-ordered life.